0: Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, your weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 485. I thought that this week we would look at some hot-button topics as it relates to the world of Royal Caribbean cruising over the last couple months. There's some new changes and updates and things happening that I want to talk about. Here we go. So this week on the podcast, I thought we would talk about some of the I call them hot button topics of Royal Caribbean as of late over the last couple weeks. And rather than me just yammer on for twenty minutes about the topic, I thought I would bring on some of our writing staff here at Royal Caribbean Blog on our sister site Cruise Blog, uh, starting with uh, Allie Hubers from Cruise Blog. Allie, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: And of course, uh, Jenna De Laurentis from Royal Caribbean Blog. Welcome, Jenna. Thank you. And um, yeah, I want to talk about some of the big changes that are happening this week, or this month two months, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think the main dining room is the obvious one. Let's start there. So these are really just kind of, we're going to share our opinions on these topics and kind of give you kind of our thoughts on where things are going because obviously there's a lot happening. And as cruisers ourselves, beyond the fact that we write about cruising, I think we also have our own opinions on how things are going. So the dining room, full disclosure, the three of us have not tried the new dining room menu yet. Um, We obviously have had a lot of content on Royal about it. So... You know, we've read it just as much as anybody else out there. Um, And obviously the dining room changes have generated a lot of discussion would be the right word there. Um, I think there's probably, if I had to to pick three things that irk people about the dining room changes, it's the lack of the, the classics menu not being there anymore, meaning that you don't have a subset of menu items that you can fall back on every night. Not to say there aren't those options in the regular menus, but you don't always have a subset to fall back on. Lobster costs extra uh, if you want more than one lobster tail. And then the, I guess I debate, uh, speed of service, right? Royal Caribbean wants to get it to about 75 minutes, whether or not that irks you or not. But those are the three issues. And I point out that you know when it comes to the complaints about the menus, you know, for everybody that complains on the Internet, there's a whole slew of other people that are totally fine with the idea. Um, so it's not to say that it's right or wrong, but I just want to share our opinions there. So Jenna, what are your thoughts on, on the new menu change um, with, with, with this, obviously it's interesting because Ali and I have cruised for a long, long time. You started cruising right after the pandemic. So you don't have, you know, I remember back when there was the midnight buffet and, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. the old style of cruising.
2: I think it's a good change overall. Um, honestly, I don't think 99% of people will even know anything has changed because True. the majority of people only go on cruises like maybe once a year, um, or every couple of years. And I like the themed nights. I think that's a cool idea. The Windjammer does that already, so you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do. And the theme the theme nights aren't even like themed totally. That, uh, like yeah. I think yeah. on the uh, Caribbean night, there's like spaghetti bolognese, and uh, <laughs> 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 like, I don't know yeah. if that's very Caribbean. So it does have other options. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. kind of excited to try them out, and I think it'll make the dining a little maybe more normalized pace because right now it's like you never know how long you're going to sure. be in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the change.
0: Yeah, I think the, I mean, I like the change because we've had the same menu for I don't know how many years, 2018. Yeah, yeah. like that. It's been a long time around. and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that change and menus change everywhere. Any restaurant you go to, yeah. whether it's your local Chinese place, McDonald's changes their menu once in a while and certainly any other, you know, some restaurants change their menu so it's not uncommon. Yeah. I certainly understand where some people are coming from, especially if you are a very picky eater. Right. And, you know, there might be something there that you, you prefer to always say, oh, I could always get, you know, the roasted chicken or whatever it was. Right. Um, I can understand that. But um, at the end of the day, I think the menu is still large enough that you could probably find something. Yeah. Um, and on Royal Cream, you're not going to go hungry. It's not like when you go to a land restaurant and you go to a restaurant, it's like, good, all right, now we gotta go make another stop at, like, Arby's to go pick something right. up, right? It's like. I feel like there are options There's it's not ideal obviously but um, anyway Ali what do you think about the changes I think it was time yeah
1: like you I've been cruising for a while Um, and I actually remember when Royal Caribbean had the themed menus back in like the early 2000s that's when I started cruising and then they did away with it and now I think it's interesting that they're bringing it back that's kind of like I, I think we see other companies do that too even like you know Apple not the same industry but they will try something new And then bring back something old and it kind of has this refreshed flair to it and it makes it feel Mm -hmm. new. So I think it was time and I do, I don't eat the lobster, so I'm not up in a tizzy over that, but I know like my husband, he, every night he loves his escargot for appetizer Mm -hmm. and he had like six lobsters on our last cruise. So I will be interested to see how he feels about it Mm -hmm. and like if he can request his escargot every night, because he's like, for me, that's like, I look forward right, to that, right. I love having that every night. So I do see that side yeah. of the argument. Um, but I do feel like it was time. I've had some of these entrees for like, Yeah.
2: Seven, Nine. eight years. <laughs> and- I've only done, I don't know, like, a lot of times I would have the dining package, so I've probably done, like, four cruises where I'm in the main dining room every night, and even I'm getting bored of, like, some of the options. Sure. So I think change is good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a couple of things. I mean, the let's use escargot as an example, yeah. Yeah. that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. something I used to really like. Right. I fell in love with the spaghetti bolognese that they rolled out with the menu in the last couple of years, but that wasn't to say that I didn't enjoy the food before that menu, right? right. And that does not to say that I can't find a new favorite right. that I will love um, to supplement that, if you right, will. Right. So there's not. It's not to say that. Oh, if your favorite dish isn't there, that you can't find something. But I think right. even more importantly to me is the speed of service. Yeah. When Rel Caribbean talked about it, I was like golf clapping. Like, yeah, yeah. like because you know this alley as well as like sometimes you go to the dining room. How long is dinner going to be? Don't I don't know. Right. It yeah. could be 45 minutes. It could be two hours. Right. 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 And so I appreciate that they're uh, hopeful that they're going to get to a point where it is going to be predictable. Right. Or, right. And, and there are a lot of people who say, well, you know, if you want a fast dinner, you should go to the windjammer. I don't think an hour, 75 minutes, an hour, 15 minutes, hour and a half is a short dinner by any right. means. No. I think that's a long dinner. Right. Um, right. And, and given the options that well, you want a longer dinner, I don't think, now you're talking about an hour 45 or two hours. I think it's way too long for dinner. Yeah. You know, so I appreciate what they're trying to do. I don't want a 45 minute dinner either. Right. I think that, Right over an hour is a good amount of time, yeah. and based on what we saw, at least with the first sale on Symphony, which we reported on realfreeblog.com, that they basically hit that number on average. Um, it came in right around there, which is good. Right,
1: right. And I think if you want a longer meal, there's no reason you can't say, hey, we're not in a hurry tonight. Yeah. We're ha- we want to enjoy a nice dinner, because I do feel like there's a time and place yeah. where like, we enjoy having just a slow meal. We don't have plans that night. Like, Dinner is our entertainment that right. night. Yes. So I think... You know, there's a time and place for that too. And that having it more consistent allows for it. If you want a longer meal, you can request that. Yeah. Versus making people have long meals who don't want it. And like, yeah. okay, now I'm missing a show or I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my time.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So, main dining room changes, you know, it's... it. It is what it is. I think, um, it, I mean, we're very early in it, obviously, and I wouldn't be surprised if there weren't some revisions or amendments. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, given where it is, I like the direction they're going in and I appreciate what they're trying to do with that. Yes. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about this is more from actually last week. Um, Royal Caribbean was, this is actually, uh, prices are going up, which is not a huge surprise. Yeah. But there was an interesting discussion um, for travel agents in which Royal Caribbean told them, I, and I think they really did this more as a, like, um, not as a rah-rah, go team kind of thing, but um, more of a just like, you know, it's a good opportunity to book cruises now, with January being wave season, good opportunity to book, lots of interest in booking cruises. But they had an interesting quote, and I'm going to read it to you here. Uh, this is from Vicki Freed, who is the uh, Senior Vice President of Trade Support and Service for Royal Caribbean, which basically means she's, she's, her job is to help support the travel agent community, help book cruises, right? And it says, um, this is her quote here, quote, in the past when the cruise industry has had a strong wave, like we're experiencing now, pricing goes up and we don't see all this that dilution in cruise pricing and we're not seeing that now. If anything, we're seeing pricing going up. So let's talk about prices going up because that's obviously front and center for a lot of people when you book a cruise and I think we've all seen that. Um, I'll, I'll go first and I'll share, I don't want to necessarily, you know, it's okay if you don't agree with me on this one, but I, w- <laughs> I will say that the pandemic altered our viewpoint of cruise pricing right. dramatically um, prior to 29 prior to 2020 if you compare prices from 2016 and 2019 I am sure they were on an upward scale you can argue about how much of that scale is like I'm, you all can't see what I'm doing with my hands here but you can't argue if it's like a 90 degree angle 45 degree angle mm-hmm. a, right. a 10 degree angle but prices generally speaking over time year over year were going up in general right and certainly in 2019 that was certainly the case And then in 2020, with the pandemic, Royal Caribbean was in a real financial bind. They couldn't operate. They were losing money, billions of dollars at a time. So they were looking for cash, and they slashed a lot of the prices. And we all took advantage of that. And that really helped us for cruises in 2021 and even in 2022. So this is kind of like, I know this is like an overused term, especially these days, like a market correction. I mean, it's it's basically what I feel like we're seeing today is what would have happened if if the pandemic had ever happened and Mm -hmm. we had... Been evolving from 2019. That's my thought on it. Not that I'm happy to pay more. I'm not. Don't take me. Don't get me wrong on this. But this isn't like. I I guess we shouldn't look at this as anything more than what would have. What I hate to say. What should happen, but the, the natural evolution of pricing things. I don't know if I'm making any sense. What do you right. think about it,
1: Allie? Um, I mean, I think we're seeing prices go up everywhere. I mean, even airfare, if I compare it to what I was paying in 2020, 2021, it's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> it hurts. Yeah, yeah, it's easily double. <laughs> yeah. And prices are constantly fluctuating in our lives. So it's not a surprise to me that cruise prices are increasing because I think they're still trying to recoup that, yeah. you know, how much they lost during the shutdown and during COVID. Um, But I still feel like it's really affordable. When yeah. I, when I yeah. compare it to other... Okay. Vacations, like I, I still feel like it's a great deal. And yeah. if you reprice book early, like there's still some great sales going on now, especially if you can do like last minute, if you're flexible. um. But of course, you know, it is more expensive. Yeah. And I think and that that's gonna be, fine.
0: And there's going to be a premium for certain ships over other ships, right? right? You talk right. about, you know, where you go from cruises out of Galveston, I've always found to be cheaper. San Juan is another, mm-hmm. Barbados. You can pick one of those. You go on an older ship, go on Brilliance out of, out of Tampa. It's gonna cost you less than yeah. independence of the seas out of right. Pork and Arable. Just like
2: remain flexible, and a flight maybe to San Juan might even cost the same or even cheaper maybe as flying to Florida if you have to yeah. fly. So right. just like be flexible in where yeah. and when you're going if you can be, because um, you can still find good deals. But I think overall it's still a better value for a vacation than. Especially when you in food. Oh, yeah, when you, Forget the yeah. entertainment. And the yeah. time spent when yeah. you have to like. Get your own right. <laughs> compared to a cruise, so yeah, I think
0: the value is... I, I think the, the it's still there. It's just you know one of these things when pricing going up, it just I think you know if you were certainly last year, you could play the game of last minute cruises a lot yeah. more. Right. I say you can't buy last minute cruises. Yeah. I agree with you, Allie, that there are definitely deals out there. It's just a matter of you. I think it behooves you more than before to plan ahead, right. lock in a good rate, and you know if you book a cruise, especially if you can you can play the game of booking a cruise more than a year in advance. I mean, right. you know it, it's funny because. Today the price, of, oh, that's expensive. And then you fast forward a year from now, oh that's a great deal. Yeah. Right, know? Right, it right. Yes. Kind of kind of moves in, in there. And um I think that again, I think the pandemic really uh changed our expectations and kind of altered it in a way that we kind of we're we're looking at we're comparing prices against twenty twenty. We should really be looking at twenty nineteen and right. It, it was an outlier situation we yeah. benefited from it yeah bank error in our favor collect 200 right. and now it's more normal if you will right. yes and that kind of goes from there
1: yeah and even like the cancellation is different now like yes. i still in my mind i'm like oh just book it but then it's like well no now i this is a non-refundable deposit yes. like, i can't just cancel last minute yeah but, like i used to be able to so it's like yeah i want to book early but then not having that flexibility so it, it is kind of navigating these new waters of like Okay, the travel industry was desperate and we all benefited from that and now it's like, okay, we're kind of moving mm-hmm. past that. Yeah,
0: for sure. I think the um I would I, be I, I think there's still value out there. You know, we were looking at some last minute cruise articles. I know Ali you wrote one and Jenna, we were looking at some stuff and there's some things out there. Um, Alaska, you know, you can play the game. Yeah, right. So it's not to say you can't, but I think that if you if your goal is we're gonna take the family vacation next year or even later this year that you should book early, sooner than later. It's yeah, not, right. we, we always talk about that. And I think, I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast, before you've heard us talk about that, but I think it's more important now than ever to mm-hmm. lock something in right. and yeah. get it in. Cause it's likely to go up, not down.
2: And even like consider stretching your vacation by like booking airline, air, um, air travel with like miles and hotels, just like yeah. ways that you can adjust yeah. Your, yeah.
0: your budget in different ways. So if we haven't gotten you riled up about something yet, well, I'm sure this next one will definitely do that. Crown & Anchor. <laughs> um, so we got all got an email from Crown & Anchor, I think, at the end of December. It was like, hey, you know, end of the new year, 23 through coming up. And by the way, we're going to make some small changes to Crown & Anchor, some year amenity gifts. I don't, they really didn't make it seem like they're going to, you know, go crazy. But you know what? I think we should use this opportunity to just talk about Crown & Anchor Society in general and just mm-hmm. talk about things like are they going to add a new tier? um, what your opinions are on it. I thought there's a right or a wrong answer. We don't know. Three of us have no idea. We're just spitballing no. here, but talk about some of those changes there. And I'm gonna start with Jenna because Jenna, uh, you are not only newer to cruising. You started cruising when, uh, right after the pandemic, yes. you benefited very greatly from double points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> double <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. So you moved up the, the ranks very, very Correct. quickly there. Um, what are your thoughts on Crown and Anchor Society as it stands now? Because you have kind of a unique perspective on that.
2: Um, I feel like I really only use like the drink voucher benefits yeah. and the lounge benefit. Sometimes the lounge benefit. Yeah. Um, the other benefits are nice. Like the, sure. the little gift or cookies maybe they bring you to the stateroom. But um, if things changed with those, I probably wouldn't really mind changes or if they were eliminated or if something was changed it wouldn't really affect my cruising experience but i think the ones i'd like to see and hope they keep would be like diamond lounge access for all diamond members and the complimentary drink vouchers i think there are Um, i think there are
0: definitely the benefits there are certain ones that are what i would call like third rails yes yeah diamond lounge free drinks and there's other ones that are just like what have you but anyway allie what do you think about
1: um are you diamond or diamond plus of diamonds. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because that is crazy to me that I've been cruising for like my whole life and you and I are almost the same. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like that you had no cruise experience. It's with because you. I did a couple of solo so, seven nights. Yeah. So with I got points. Yeah. So I got yes. like 28
1: points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Royal adds a new tier because I think yeah. once you reach that diamond plus, like at this point, I'm like, What benefit is it for me to keep trying to go for Pinnacle? Like, I feel like that just feels so unattainable. Right. My parents who are older, they're like, whatever, we don't care. You know, you get one extra drink a day, whatever, you get your free cruise. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if we're all added a tier between Diamond Plus and Pinnacle. And then I also wouldn't be surprised, I saw someone say this online, if the Diamond Lounge became Diamond Plus only to help with the crowding. I mean, we're seeing airlines do that right now with because their Sky, you know, the Sky Club is mm-hmm. crowded and they're trying new ways to make it still feel exclusive. Yes. And that involves cutting certain people or trimming the fat. So I wouldn't be surprised if Royal kind of moved in that direction of adding a new tier, kind mm-hmm. of switching it up that way. But yeah, I also hope they don't take away the drink vouchers because yeah. those are a huge. Yeah. That, that's what keeps me and my husband coming back and back is like, yeah. We get each get ten free drinks a day. Like that's huge on yeah. like
0: it's a poor like, man's drink package. It is. Yeah, you know? yeah it is. It is. <laughs> so like, I,
1: don't
0: I mean, think it really I could have more
2: than that many drinks yeah, a day anyway, yeah. really, so. I mean,
0: I think some of the changes that we've seen, like the you know now Diamond Plus can't get into the Concierge Lounge. I would have argued you pr- you almost certainly were not getting in there anyway. Right. Is that
2: the Sweet Lounge?
0: The, the would have been the Sweet Lounge on ships that didn't have a Sweet Lounge. Okay. Like the Radiance class yes. ships were a oh. classic example okay, that had right. them. Um Because and I say that because you couldn't get in them because even prior to this change in a lot of cases when you get on the ceiling they would have just said oh no on the ceiling we have too too many diamonds we're not allowing you in there and in practice that was the case never mind the fact that only like i think a little less than half of the ships actually still had a concierge lounge royal had been systematically replacing concierge lounges with suite lounges for years so this is not a not like we all had access to every single concierge lounge up until a couple weeks ago this is not so my point is is that on principle you can be upset about it but in reality you probably weren't using if you were Fair enough. But you still have the Diamond Lounge, and I yeah. really don't think that's that's going away. I don't think I don't believe that they're gonna make it's that probably. down Plus. I think yeah. that yeah. I think what Royal Caribbean does is they say this is why they have these drink vouchers. It's a right. way to de-incentivize yeah. going, to lounge. going there. You know, kind of remember the same reason the lobster tails? Royal Caribbean said, well, you know, it was never intended to be all you can eat lobster. Right. That was right. and, and I think the diamond lounge was never intended to be Senor frogs. Right. Where you just go there and drink <laughs> yeah. a, 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 an insane amount of alcohol in right, yeah. four hours, two yeah. hours yeah. right? Before you get out of there. That's why people don't do that. I think most people just like the idea that, let's say you use four drinks, you have your diamond, you have right. four drinks. Right. It is conceivable that over four hours you can drink four drinks, right? Right. right. And then be able to, on the old system, you would have then had still like your three drinks, drinks that yeah. you could have used somewhere else. Number one, okay. the drink menu was terrible on the way. It order. was. It was very limited. If yeah. you're okay with like Bud Light, more power yeah. to you, I wasn't yeah. that person, but. You know, it was a limited menu. Now we have a a drink package, really. So you can have a much wider selection of options. You can get coffees, not just alcohol. Mm -hmm. The kids can get it as well. Not the alcohol, obviously, but the knock. That's huge for my kids. They get Starbucks and you know, get those kind of drinks. Um I mean Starbucks from the Cafe Promenade before you all send me the emails. (laughs) (laughs) Um I I so this goes back to what we talked about just at the beginning of this conversation, that there are third rails and there are not. And some of the changes I think are just like, whatever. And I think they've done a pretty good job of balancing the, the tertiary benefits with the primary benefits. Right. And if they ever get to the point where they start saying, okay, we're gonna get rid of the diamond lounge, we're gonna take away drinks, that's a whole other conversation. That's, yeah, that, sure. that, that's gonna be a big problem. Right, I, don't, right. I think they know that. I really, you might disagree with me, but I really believe they know that. I think the issue is just a lot of things are on principle and you know, there are people like, well, the benefit's been eroding for years. Okay, if you want to talk about I don't, the benefits that have been running for years, I mean, are benefits that were, in my opinion, largely unused. I don't think, right. I think we are better off today with the current drink oh, system, free sure. drinks, than we were with the old one. Yeah. Unless, yes. of course, you we were just pounding Bud Lights in, yeah. the, in the Diamond I never experienced
2: lounge. <laughs> the old system, but the new way seems much better. Yeah. Plus, I don't really enjoy hanging out in the Diamond Lounge that much. Like, I'll go yeah. there sometimes, yeah. so I'd prefer to go to the different places on the ship. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And again, I the Diamond I can appreciate the Diamond Lounge. Do you go often Alley to the Diamond Lounge?
2: I it really depends.
1: Like if there's a ton of people on the sailing that have access and it feels too crowded, then we usually don't. Yeah. Um but like our last sailing on Mariner, there were two people in there. Yeah. Which was Crazy. Well, yeah. So then we started going the, yeah. all the nights because it's like, wow, we kind of have like the place to ourselves. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's nice. So it kind of just depends on how busy it is. We uh-huh.
0: usually do it like on a seven-night cruise. We'll get there like day four or five just to yeah. mix it up because right. we're, you know, we, oh, we've been yeah. in this bar a lot. Let's right. just go somewhere else.
1: Right, right. And like we were doing late dining with our friends. And so we kind of did actually get hungry at like that 5, 6 o'clock yeah. yeah. where a yeah. snack sounds good. But if you're eating earlier, then it's like, I don't really need an hors d'oeuvre yeah. at 5, i eating mean, right. at 5.30 or well, whatever.
0: We all think that. And then they have yeah. the egg rolls and then it's like, Ooh, okay.
1: Uh, the little appetizers are pretty I, yeah, good. <laughs> are. and the yeah. coffee in the morning. I feel yeah. yeah, like coffee in the yeah. um, But I had a thought and I can't remember it. <laughs> um, oh, I think I think people just get fired up when there's a benefit that gets taken away, yeah. yes. regardless of if they're using it. It, yes. it creates this right. like Ex- that you're taking things away, and, yeah. and yeah. it's like, but it, like you said, are you really using it?
0: I, under, I understand the principle of it that they right. shouldn't be. I mean, I would a couple things. One. When we all book a cruise, no matter what cruise we're talking about, I'm pretty sure, I can't speak for all of you, but I think we book the cruise because we think, wow, this is a great cruise. Not because, wow, I get some crown and anchor benefits out of this, right? right? Like, I mean, we book the cruise to go on the cruise, and the crown and anchor benefits are the icing on the cake for us, right. right? And that's something that's nice to have. And I think also to your point that the a lot of these benefits that have changed and or eroded, everyone will look at it, were not these major core benefits the concierge lounge thing again you still you would have still had a diamond lounge on that ship you're still gonna have a diamond lounge on that ship with the drinks you don't have to go to the lounges anymore anyway right. i i just don't it and in principle you probably weren't going there anyway because of the practicalities of of where right. the things were um
1: did you get free drinks in the concierge lounge? Is that the big draw? I think that would have been it. Yeah. Because oh, it been unlimited. Say, yeah. 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 And
0: uh, look, again, you, that, that is a nice benefit to have, right. but I really don't think most people, I, not everybody, but most people are not drinking quite that much yeah. in there. I mean, it, it's just, to me, it's, it's a change, but it's something I can live with. It's not one right. of the, it doesn't approach the core ones that, right. that, that, that really bother me. Um, and uh, can we, can we, uh, we're gonna, uh, now. I really want to go one more tangent, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm gonna use Jenna as an example. Is this one actually? And you, because you cruised. Your parents paid for some cruises for you, right?
1: Oh yeah, growing yeah, up. Yeah. yeah,
0: same as for me. My first couple of cruises, my parents. Yeah. Anyway, this idea that you know people get really upset about more people r- reaching into diamond and even pinnacle to that extent, right. and kind of the debate there, and there's too many diamonds, Too many diamond pluses. My thought is, I don't see why someone else getting status, whether it's diamond or pinnacle or what have you takes away from my experience as a I'm currently Diamond Plus or Diamond or something right, like that right. I mean you could argue right. the Diamond Lounge being be more crowded the Diamond Lounge has been crowded for years and years and years it's right. is not a 2022 no. thing uh, and with the new drink pack or the new vouchers it's way easier to not have to go to the Diamond Lounge than it was right. before right um, but what do you think about that Ali about like yeah. you know like, about the... About the kind know, of
1: inheriting? Yeah, here.
0: you know, the, just the more people getting the status is, and that yeah. kind of Because,
1: I mean, like my husband inherited my status, which kind of That's I true. had inherited... Not necessarily my parents, because I did cruise with them a lot. Um, they hardly ever did a cruise without us. So I do feel like my sister and I earned it in that sense that we did do the cruising, mm-hmm. whereas my husband, we got married and he had, <laughs> he had four cruises and now yeah. gets all of my benefits. Yeah. But I agree, like, that I don't think him getting benefit, like, getting the drink vouchers or the Wi-Fi, I mean, that's what we use the most is the drink vouchers, the, yeah, wifi, the Wi-Fi. Yeah. We get our free picture at the end. Yep. yep. That's okay. not really taking away from other people enjoying their cruises and their experiences as well that also yeah. have the same benefits. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's a huge problem.
0: I, I think the more the merrier. I think this is what it's all about. is right. that you Creating all, loyalty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I think that that's a, it's a healthy sign of where the company is. And I really, I mean, I'm not pinnacle, so I can't speak for what the pinnacle experience is like and all that. But, you know, you ever talk to a pinnacle member and they say, oh, you know, I'm about when people turn pinnacle, they're like, oh, congratulations to do all this. Um, I think it's great. And, and someone like Jenna who's able to level up so quickly. Granted, of course, Jenna, you know, a lot of these cruises, you know, you, they weren't vacations in the sense that, right. you know, you went on vacation, these <laughs> yeah. were working trips for you. Yeah. So you greatly benefit from that. No different, by the way, that if someone gets, you know, American Airlines and they travel gonna for that. work,
1: right, right. they're going
0: to get the status right. too.
1: Right. And we're lucky that the cruise lines don't have a yearly requirement to keep your status. Yes. Like That's the airlines true. do. Because yeah. you have to fly so much, spend so much every single year to keep your status or you lose it. Right. Yep. Whereas I could go on not a, I could go not go on a cruise for yeah five years and I could come back if it doesn't change with the same benefits yeah so, which
0: is huge yeah so yeah well I'm sure people are yelling at their at think. their cars right now yeah. but
2: that's I, mean, I mean it's just going to happen like more people are going to get yeah. status
0: I think well. I'll bring this back full circle I think again when it comes to these changes whether it's the dining room whether it is um the crown and anchor society changes even pricing to some extent I think they know where some of the like where the edge is and like where how to go too far. And sometimes they may go close to the edge and see where what happens and yeah. the feedback. But we've seen time and time again that when RollerCoaster does something that does not resonate, it gets pulled back almost immediately right. or tweaked or altered. Everyone look at it, but they're they. It's not just like when a lot of, almost every company is like, oh, we listen to our customers and all that. Right. RollerCoaster really listens and they really yeah. do when there is a boisterous amount of opinions out there I think they really do get a lot and it's not
2: like they just choose the changes randomly like there's a reason they're doing changes so and it's not always like save money it it can also be like to improve the guest experience so I think that
0: is yeah. I mean the dining room changes the first is inevitably there's a lot of comments you know like oh this is you know a a price cut Yes. I mean listen Royal Caribbean is a for-profit company none of us are here under the auspicion that they they're all here they're here to make money that's their primary goal they're
1: not doing charity work no it's not
0: charity (laughs) work (laughs) <laughs> right. But at the same time, I really do believe, in my heart of hearts, that they are looking at it from how do we... Number one, we've had this many for five, six yeah, years, whatever right. it is. Number two, dinner is taking too long and we're hearing the feedback in that. That's a major component of it. Could they save some money with maybe changing this and that? And that's Sure, that's part of the process. Any right, company right. does this when they're like, hey, you know, if we change from this material to that material, we're going to save this amount of money. Right. Not that they're purposely going into right. it for that purpose, but
2: right.
0: it's a byproduct of it. We're not here right. to pretend that isn't the case, but... We're also not eating, you know, it's not burgers and hot dogs that are being served right. either. Right. right. So
2: yeah, and it's not. This isn't Royal Caribbean is not like the most expensive cruise line out there. Like, right. right. I think that there's like a certain expectation that you have with the type of cruise line Royal Caribbean yes, is, and yes. I don't think you yeah. should expect it to be like
0: A <laughs> steakhouse or yeah, like right. a um, like. Uh, a $50,000 cruise
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so. if you want luxury you will have to pay for luxury
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. and but I think what we get is still pretty okay, is? Maybe is we have it? a new menu so maybe I'll right. be coming out here next week and tell you this is terrible I hate no, it all I'm sure. But.
2: I'm sure it's. I think I mean I don't want to eat the same thing for years on end of yeah. vacation right. I think it's good yeah, right. so, yeah.
0: Good stuff. well ladies thank you for joining me here today appreciate it
2: thanks thank Matt. you